This is a podcast from BFM 89.9, the business station. Good afternoon, I'm Roshan Kanasan and you're listening to Enterprise Biz Bites. It's Thursday, June the 8th, just around 12.05, 12.06 p.m. And today we're going to explore the Malaysia Startup Ecosystem Roadmap, more commonly known as Super. We're going to be taking a look at its role, the potential support Malaysian startups can expect, and the key concerns that Roadmap is trying to address in Malaysia's startup ecosystem. Issues including the fragmented and potentially confusing nature of many of the initiatives and and agencies launched to support the local startup ecosystem. If you have any thoughts on how best to support the local startup ecosystem or the role the government should be playing in that, WhatsApp us on our U-Mobile number at 018-789-8899. Joining us for this conversation today is Harminder Singh, Vice President with the Super Project Management Office at Cradle Fund. Harminder, how are you doing? Hey, hi, Kanisa. I'm green. Great. Thank you so much for having me on board on uh, BFM today. So... First things first, uh, Hamida, tell us a little bit about the uh, Malaysian Startup Ecosystem Roadmap, otherwise known as SUPER, and the aims for this program. Yeah, sure. Um, SUPER is actually a national uh, project initiated by MOSTI, which is Ministry of Science, Technology and Innovation, under uh, Cradle Fund, which is now considered a focal point agency for startups. Um, The SUPER uh, Roadmap actually has uh, quite a few key initiatives that it has to actually look at. Um, Primarily, I think it's about creating a vibrant and a dynamic uh, startup ecosystem in Malaysia. And it goes into more of um, addressing some of the key concerns and challenges within the ecosystem, namely funding, um, you know, market access, uh, which is very important at this moment in time. And also in terms of regulatory concerns, and um, we also have other areas such as uh, uh, talent uh, requirement and innovation. So these are the key five areas of focus. Now, maybe we can get a, a wider sense of how Super compares to similar initiatives in other countries and what we can learn from them, right? And of course, uh, one of the top uh, countries to compare ourselves to will be Singapore and what kind of parallels you see? Yeah, if you look at uh, other countries, um, Comparatively, um, they do have uh, similar initiatives uh, as what we have uh, in Malaysia right now. But I think in in Malaysia, the focus has always been about how can we have um, an agency that is a one-stop center, you know, looking at uh, all startup needs um, from end to end and also to focus more on uh, getting uh, the startups to be very clear about the steps in for their growth. So uh, most of the startups actually will come to you, they'll talk about, you know, what do I do? How do I scale up? How do I actually even, you know, uh, go for funding and who do I look at to? So when you come uh, under the Super's purview, it's actually a platform, a collaborative platform that actually has most of the government agencies that are relevant as stakeholders and also the private sector. So that really, really helps to define roles, responsibilities and also create the awareness as to where do I go if I'm a startup? Which are the top three areas that I need to focus on uh, or agencies I need to focus on? So Super helps to actually bring clarity to that. It acts uh, as a gateway for uh, startups really, which has been a key, I guess, 
um, challenge for a lot of startups over the last few decades was that where do I go if I need a particular thing? Do I go to the Ministry of Science, Technology and Innovation? Do I go to the Ministry of Entrepreneurship? Do I go to the Ministry of Finance? So I'm glad to hear that Super is here to help kind of streamline those processes. Um, now, some of the key challenges uh, that we see in the Malaysian startup scene include things like, you know, limited access to funding, uh, trying to get uh, talent and access to infrastructure, limited access to infrastructure. Um, how does the roadmap help address these uh, factors? I think, first of all, um, the, the roadmap is structured in such a way where it actually evolves from the challenges themselves. So primarily we have, um, you know, the five key areas that I mentioned earlier. And each one of these areas is actually represented by the key stakeholders, which actually sit in a, a, a committee meeting where we discuss um, how do we actually solve this problem. So for once, we actually have an active, a proactive approach on uh, feedback received from startups and how we're actually going to sit and look at these challenges and create solutions. So some of the solutions that we are looking at at the moment are very much uh, focused on not only awareness, we are starting to see how this can actually translate to tangible results for, for the startups. Um, for example, um, if you look at funding, for example, it's, it's uh, you know, some of the agencies focus on early stage and some of them focus on much later stages. But we know that we still have a lack of funding, especially private funding in the market. The government is doing quite a lot to support that. But to get the private funding in, we need to actually have the syndication sessions to bring awareness um, why they need to be part of this and how important their contribution is to the startups. So that is one of the key areas of concern. And I'm very glad to, to, to report that, you know, we are starting to see progress. Uh, we are creating a, a fund funnel uh, that will help that progress. And I think uh, starting from Cradle, or agencies which are responsible for early stage to the next stage. And we know that most of the startups actually have issues in terms of scaling up. So when it comes to scaling up, the, we're passing the steep curve, the J curve to scale up. Uh, many of them don't make it. So um, who are these private sector players, the VCs, ecosystem uh, that actually can support this process? So we bring them on board to help them to make awareness and to provide the right ticket size as well. Um, you've also, to address some of the other issues, I think there's also um, some visa initiatives for talent programs as well. And also you've got My Startup. Could you elaborate a little bit on these two as well? Yeah. Uh, in terms of uh, other initiatives down the line, uh, apart from funding, of course, talent is a very, very important area. And most of startups actually are kind of like, you know, um, reaching out to us, seeking for the right type of talent. The talent may come from abroad, especially when it comes down to uh, very specific sectors within the deep tech area. And uh, we, are, we are focusing on that. We're working with agencies uh, that actually are already doing such programs and working very closely with MOSTI, Ministry of Economy and also MOF, to see how we can actually expedite, um, shorten the process, make it easier for startups to actually uh, get access uh, to these visas uh, coming on, on, on from, from abroad to Malaysia. And um, I think it's to simplify things, removing complexity out of the system and, and making it a bit easier and palatable for the startups. And, and what about my startup? Because that's been getting a bit of traction. There's a lot of, a lot of press releases have come out about the initiatives that mm -hmm. have been run by my startup. Mm -hmm. 
Um, my startup is an initiative uh, under under Super as well, uh, which is also under the Ministry of Science, uh, run by Cradle. Uh, my startup actually has a lot of. Uh, oh, programs under the pre-accelerator, accelerator programs, um, mentoring programs. Um, and I think they have done a lot uh, in terms of, you know, gaining traction with startups uh, that need that kind of service uh, right now in Malaysia or even East Malaysia. So we are looking at country as a whole, uh, not just focused on just probably one part of the, the nation. So startups can enjoy the benefit of actually getting access to all of these uh, services. At the same time, there's also a portal uh, of information um, related to Malaysian startups for the Malaysian ecosystem it's a one-stop center for them to get any kind of information they need regards to, regards to the uh, startup ecosystem so I think that that is actually a, uh, something that we didn't have before and you can visit at them at www.mystartup.gov.my uh, for further information I've been speaking to Harminder Singh from Cradle Fund. We've been exploring Super. That's the Malaysia Startup Ecosystem Roadmap. Among other things, we've been exploring its role, the potential support Malaysian startups can expect, and how Super is trying to address key concerns in Malaysia Startup Ecosystem. We're not done with this conversation by any means, so we'll be back in just a little bit. I'm Roshan Kainasan, and you're listening to Enterprise Biz Bytes here on BFM 89.9. Breakfast for Masters, BFM 89.9. Welcome back to Enterprise Biz Bytes. I'm Roshan Kanesan, and if you've just joined us, today we're exploring the Malaysia Startup Ecosystem Roadmap, its role, the potential support Malaysian startups can expect, and how the roadmap is trying to address key concerns in Malaysia's startup ecosystem. Helping us with this discussion today is Harminder Singh, Vice President with the Super Project Management Office at Cradle Fund. So Harminder, we've alluded a few times to the, let's just call it, the many parties involved in the startup ecosystem here. So maybe you can shed some light into the role that agencies and other stakeholders play in the roadmap and how they are involved and integrated. Right. Um, there are, yes, there are many parties involved, but at the same time, we do have um, uh, these agencies, uh, or whether they're government-owned or also uh, the private sector, playing an important role within the startup ecosystem. So you have got, you know, Cradle Fund um, providing grants at the early stage and also um, mentoring uh, startups to, to, you know, get them up and running, actually, you know, and also trying to give them a little bit of mentoring to understand the, the, the ecosystem that they are in and what to watch out for as well. So it's a, it's a kind of a holistic approach that Cradle has, has taken uh, for startups to grow. Now, what happens after that is that when they graduate and they get their grants and they move forward from there, um, they then enter into probably a growth stage. You know, um, Some of them make it, some of them don't. But then the idea is to always uh, find ways to, to get back up again and, and start running. When you move up and scale up, there are other agencies in, involved. Uh, you have the VC uh, ecosystem there, comes to funding, uh, that they play a role as well. And you have many there. We have uh, FCAP, MDAC, uh, that play an important role. And you also have all the other uh, VC ecosystems. And of course, you have the sovereign funds as Kazana and so on, uh, Panjana Capital, to actually support um, you know, the larger startups within the ecosystem. But if you if you look at other issues, uh, I mean, we not we don't we're not just saying that it's just uh, um, funding that they need. They also need know-how, uh, innovation, um, whether you know they have the right domain expertise and skill sets 
to actually uh, carry out that task or you know that innovation that they are actually propagating and that requires probably some support from uh, experts from around the region if not in Malaysia from around the region so that's where I think um, uh, market access is also very important how do you move beyond uh, 30 million population in Malaysia and address the 700 million in, in, in Asia and ASEAN and also looking at the global side of the world so um, I think the most important thing is going through these agencies and also the private sector um, in a very systematic way um, and also at the same time scaling up and trying to be a high-impact sustainable startup is, I think, key to, to, to this. I think it's important for them to be able to be sustainable more right now given the current global economic climate. I think that is, I think, the new world order, we would say, mm-hmm. right? Um, I think more important, <laughs> more than more more than uh, important right now to actually focus on that. Okay, okay Herman, I, I want to follow up on a few notes there because we talked a little bit about innovation, and I guess the big question here, and to a lot of startups who are listening to this, is how the roadmap is going to help me, right? How is it going to help nurture quality innovation, help build sustainable startups in the country? So, what support can Malaysian startups expect to receive from uh, Super? Yeah. Thank you for that. I think the the, the most important thing is uh, for Super is that we are going to be focusing on things that matter. I think that's I think very crucial for startups. At the end of the day, you know when you have ideas coming out of your, um, your startups and you're you're moving ahead with the ideas, a lot of validation is required, and you work with either you know government accelerator or such as my startup or the private accelerators out there to get feedback. And also a lot of this feedback sometimes um, you know is is hard, and and you need to pivot around that as well. The quality of the idea is very important, and I think um, we do. Uh, help and work with uh, a lot of the startups to actually um, help them through the accelerators to understand why is it important to have this kind of grounding at very early stage. And I think, um, for example, if you take universities coming out with R&Ds and they are also working with, uh, you know, promoting startups within the ecosystem, um, a lot of the R&D has to be very, very, very real, uh, very much uh, what you call that business-centric and uh, in touch with the real world. And uh, I think we are working very closely with uh, the stakeholders there as well to give back the feedback to them and see how the improvisation can be done uh, on the R&D as well so that it's more relevant uh, to the market outside. And uh, in terms of uh, startups, um, we are looking into, uh, for funding, we're looking into facilitation of how a fund funnel can help them, how we can move them from one one uh, agency to the other and also the private sector uh, with very clear set of criteria so that they know where and which level they are at in growth. For example, if you're at stage, pre-seed, seed, and then going to A, B, right up to D. So you, you don't lose out on that opportunity. So hopefully that will be something that we can work on. Another thing is that also to foster um, a supportive ecosystem. I think that's very, very important. Uh, I think uh, when you look at startups, sometimes, you know, you come from a very unstructured uh, environment. (laughs) (laughs) So so how do you you actually, uh, you know, reach out uh, to the right parties and right people and and then sometimes you know we get feedback saying that you know they've reached out to the to parties where you know um, they may not get the right kind of support so I think it's important to have that environment and the right mindset 
Uh, we're also trying to get a lot of uh, corporate uh, to actually come inside the picture mm-hmm. as well. Corporate innovation is very, very key. I'm also very passionate about that to see how we can get that kind of money also to be in, in, the, in the ecosystem and not only so much of the money, but to get them to change their mindsets and start looking at startups as uh, solution providers to the problems that they have globally. I think that's very, very important. Yeah, because there is uh, a narrative that a lot of cash is stuck in corporate balance sheets. And that's a whole nother conversation for another day. Uh, Yes. (laughs) So, Harminder, let's provide some actionable notes here. What advice would you give to startup founders looking to take advantage of these opportunities that we've talked about uh, presented by the Roadmap? Sure. Um, we, we do give a lot of awareness talks uh, across accelerators and also uh, at uh, many of the events. Reach out to us um, uh, through Cradle. Uh, we are at Cradle at the moment. We are a unit at Cradle. Very very uh, lean team, but we are effective. We try our best to make sure that you know we cover all areas. Um, second thing is, uh, I would like the uh, startups to get involved and familiarize themselves with the, the the programs that are being run by the government. The My Startup Portal is actually a fantastic place to start and get that information. So I think that is something that they can immediately do. Um, second thing is leverage on resources as well. Mm. You know, there are many resources that are there out there and then through the uh, super uh, team, you'll probably be able to access uh, also, um, you know, the know-how uh, especially when it comes down to funding, when it comes down to, you know, which is the right solution for me right now? What do I do? I've spoken to universities. I have R&D. I have all these things ready. How do I even open a startup, start a startup? And and what do I what do I do to take the next steps? So the super team is very, very happy to help support. Um, of course, the, those that are later stage, they're looking to, you know, grow uh, their, their, their business valuations from probably 100 million to three, 400 million. Um, we are more than happy to help them have more on one-to-one sessions to see how we can facilitate that process moving forward. So these are like uh, very, very important. I think uh, for startups at the moment, be very strategic. Uh, be clear with your business plan. I think that's very important. Um, if you're not, um, you know, discuss around with mentors who can actually guide you through the process uh, in a proper manner. People have walked through the path. I think that's very, very important to have that session. Uh, collaborate uh, with everyone. Stay informed. I think that's the most important thing for startups, I would say. Now, looking to the future, how do you see the Malaysian startup scene evolving in the years to come, or at least how you hope to see it evolving? I think um, if if we look at um, uh, Malaysia, um, we have all the right ingredients to be one of the world's best startup hubs. Um, the thing is that, you know, what we do right now and how we do it is very, very important. We see a lot of lot of support coming in from the government right now, and 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 and, and they have been doing that for a long time. But I, I urge the the, the private sector um, to take this um, very very um, vivacious, vibrant uh, industry seriously, because this is the industry that disrupted uh, the, the globe. Uh, many times uh, creating some of the world's best companies. So, you know, um, you never know. Malaysia could be uh, that that country that's going to produce the next four or five best companies in the world, given um, uh, the, all that, that we have, the access to market and, 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 and all the support that we can get from, you know, the private sector. I think that's really, really crucial. Um, time to wake up um, and take notice of startups. <laughs> we are coming. <laughs> <laughs> I 
That's a lovely note to end this conversation, Harminder. Um, thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me on BFM. That was Harminder Singh, Vice President with the Super Project Management Office at Cradle Fund. Looking ahead at after the 1pm news bulletin, we've got the Breakfast Grill replay. Founded in 2012, the main market listed SolarVest is a clean energy provider and has a regional presence in Asia. CEO Davis Chong shares with us the impact of the recent government's decision to lift the ban on exporting renewable energy and what government policy should be rolled out to achieve our RE target. Catch that conversation after the 1pm news bulletin. I'm Roger Kennison, this has been Enterprise Biz Bites. Keep it here to BFM 89.9. You have been listening to a podcast from BFM 89.9, the business station. For more stories of the same kind, download the BFM app.